Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 12 of He Book, She Book. My name is Mike. And I'm Becca. And today we have a lot of wrestling news again. And then we're also going to get into Raw and SmackDown. We might touch a little bit on NXT and AEW if we have the time. But WWE just continues to break my heart recently. This past week on the 2nd, they decided to announce that they were going to do a few more releases. Yeah, it's just, it keeps on coming. The yeah, hits keep coming. It hurts. And we keep not just releasing individuals, which is bad enough. These people are losing their jobs. Luckily, we're at a time in wrestling where there's, you can go anywhere. Yeah, they have a lot of be, options, which is yes. great. Um, but they are just thinning the herd of tag teams, of women on the roster. It's crazy. Of, like, the main event. Even, we're losing main event guys. Braun Strowman yes. was released this past week, which was obviously the biggest surprise of all of them. Um, you just had this man. I'm still in a triple threat match so shocked for the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. Just on WrestleMania Backlash, we just saw him fighting for the championship. We also just saw and brought back Alistair Black, yep. who has all of these awesome promos and then closes the show with Big E the one week. Last week, we don't see him. And then on Tuesday, he gets released. Gone. What? Gone. I'm so, not okay. Like, yeah, you, like you said, Alistair Black costs Big E the Intercontinental Championship two weeks ago. Yeah. We don't see Big E or Alistair last week. No, and everybody's like, oh, they're just letting it go so that we yeah. can have this feud go longer. Breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, nope. it was because they were letting Alistair go. Alistair Black is gone. Braun Strowman is gone. Buddy Murphy is gone. Also sad. Uh, Lana, Lana is gone. I, yeah. Okay. We broke up a tag team, though, because yeah, Lana, Lana and Naomi, Naomi were a tag team. We also... The lovely Ruby Riot is gone. Broke up. Which means the that Riot Liv squad. is the last remaining member of the Riot Squad. It's crazy. Again, how do you... The Riot Squad... Ruby Riot can do whatever on her own. She's going to be so successful outside this business if as you well. Look at, like, if you look at Twitter and Instagram, she got the biggest outpouring of love. Yeah, I agree with of that. anyone that got yeah. released. And it's because people know that Ruby Riot is really, really good. Yeah. She has an incredible look. She's... Great in the ring. She can talk. Like, she was the foundational member of the Riot Squad. Yeah, she was. And I always thought it was a vehicle to get her more over. Mm -hmm. But it just never... It never got the machine behind it. And it just kind of floundered. You lost Sarah... uh, (laughs) Forgetting her name. I want to call her Sarah Rowe because that's her real That's all. I'm going it's Rowe. But that's not what her wrestling name was. Yeah. Sarah Logan. You Sarah lost Sarah Logan. Logan. Oh, you think I know that? Uh, a couple years ago. Okay, so now you have Liv and, and Ruby, but you split them up because Liv was going to do her own thing. Then you bring them back, and then now you split them up again because now Ruby's gone. It's so crazy to me. Then, and when it when the rumor started a couple of hours beforehand, they were like, "It's going to be big name people," and we're sitting here like, "Oh, they're getting rid of Elias because Boogs is here." Like, yeah. you know, like we're messing around like that, thinking that they're going to get rid of people that we don't see that much anymore. Like all right, Otis is kind of doing his own thing. Tucker's already gone. Like, maybe they're getting rid of Otis. Like, but like Murphy, we kind of hadn't seen Yeah, Murphy, we thought about. Um, honestly, Keith Lee was a name that was going around. We were yeah, like, oh, maybe, rumor. like, it, it would be him because he that hasn't been be, around. Yeah, but that would... I, there's something... Yeah. I feel like... I don't want to talk about what's going on with Keith Lee well, because it's we, we don't, don't know. know. But I feel like it'd be really shit taste. Yes. To release somebody that's going through whatever well, he's I know going. a lot of people were, like, saying that they should have released Bray Wyatt, but, like, again, yeah, Bray Wyatt, one, is a phenomenal wrestler. Don't get rid of him. Two, you'd be... That's a, that's a shit way to do it. He's out on, like, a medical leave right now. Like, that's so weird. But when they were saying these na- Like, when they were saying big names, Braun Strowman was never a name that I would have put in this mix. No, Vince loves himself some big, strong beef boys. It and doesn't make any sense. And the fact that he got rid of Braun Strowman... Is not on brand. No. It's very, it's, but rumor has it. Yeah. He had a very big contract that he had negotiated seven figures and it was just something that they thought was, he's getting paid too much. Because this was all, these are all contracts that were negotiated pre-pandemic. Yes. And. And listen, Brock Lesnar randomly popped back up on that 
yeah. roster, so we got to pay the big guy. Well, I mean... Uh, <laughs> that would have been fine we, if you never saw we, him we again. We to also mention Santana Garrett got released yes. uh, down at NXT. I always... I loved her look. I thought she was she didn't very even, unique. She didn't... She wasn't given a shot. No. And that's the shadiest part of it. Yeah. I think she was in... She was in at least one Women's Rumble, I believe. Um, yeah, but so she wasn't she given a real got, shot. She kind of got that, but yeah, she never really got her foot on the ground. It was like um, the last round of releases with Skylar Story. Never really got any yeah. chance, uh, but yeah, just a quick release. Here's the thing. All but Santana Garrett people, was also on that roster for a little bit. Yeah. All of these people that were released are going to excel elsewhere. They're going to be fine. They're, they will be fine. I really, really hope that Lana does end up at AEW. And I know it's funny that we keep saying that we don't want AEW to keep picking up yeah. WWE people, but a few of these people would be great at AEW. I want Lana there because I liked Lana's character the most when she was the ravishing Russian managing her husband and her husband is Miro on AEW. With a little a little he, mention of him on he this week's had, AEW. He had a little shout out to her this week just just that his wife was hot. That's yeah. all he said. So, yeah, it's a quick, quick shout out to my wife for being hot. Like, all right, he's fine. Yeah. Bring her back. Let her manage him. See where that goes. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe she maybe she doesn't want to wrestle right now. She's this also is, a model is, and an actress. This is no offense to Lana. I don't care what she does. I know. Lana's going to be fine. She's going to be fine. She's um, got a lot going on. Yeah, she can do whatever. She's going to be successful regardless of what she yeah. does. Um I am the most interested in Ruby. Ruby, mm -hmm. what she will do, because I feel like she AEW will be lucky to have her. Impact would be extremely lucky to have her. I think she goes the Impact route. I think she would go the Impact route too, but um, we'll see. And I would. I'm. I don't know what Braun does. I know Braun just seems like such a WWE guy. Not that AEW wouldn't sign him. Not that every wrestling promotion would be lucky to have a guy. That is literally huge. Yeah, he's a monster. Um, but he has said before that he doesn't see himself ever wrestling outside of WWE. Yeah. Remember, he debuted, he was so, so green. So not, like, he would just come in and just kind of hug guys to death. You know, yeah, like, when he came that. out with those awful pants, he was he was very overweight. And he was just there to be the His big hair was guy garbage. in the Wyatt family. Yeah. <laughs> And he has completely transformed everything about himself. He, his body, is, he looks incredible. He has changed his look. He's great on the mic now. And all of that, and he's gone. It's so crazy to me that but, Braun Strowman... That is the, the biggest upset and, like, the biggest shock. I think he ends up back at yeah. some point down the road. I wouldn't um, doubt it if he ended up back. I, I'm curious to see where Alistair's going to go. Yeah, that's... um. It's between Ruby and Alistair for me who are most intrigued by Alistair, I think, just ends up in AEW, 100%. Yeah, I mean, it would um, probably make the most sense. Especially for one reason that we'll talk about later, but I think Alistair, he's going to be fine. He's I think still Buddy relatively might end young. Up he's got an awesome look. He's super creative. He's married to one of the best managers yeah. in the world. But I think Buddy might end up in AEW as well. Because there are AEW guys posting that they want Buddy. Well, of course. Buddy was always the the best kept secret. Yeah. When he was in NXT with uh, Wesley Blake and Alexa Bliss. Mm -hmm. He comes up. He's kind of just in the cruiserweight division putting on bangers, but nobody's seeing them. And then he gets shot with being like the right-hand man of Messiah Seth. And it was working. Yeah, it he was. He was finally getting, you know, some some momentum, but... Now he's gone. We hadn't seen him in a while since that whole, uh, he was like in a relationship with Aaliyah Mysterio. That whole thing yeah, burned out. strange. We never really got any resolution to that. But yeah, it's just a, a very strange and just out of the blue round of releases that have led to rumors that WWE is selling the company. I, I'm going to take the, the other side of this. I don't think Vince sells this company. I I keep seeing these rumors that he's going to be selling the company. And that, to me, is just like, didn't his dad or his grandfather create this company? Yeah. So, like, why wouldn't he? He seems to me like the guy that would go one of two routes, where it's, I'm going to create all of this money 
for my family and then my family is going to continue to take over it or I'm just going to sell out for all this money. But to me, it's going to go more the family route. Like it doesn't make any sense to me why Vince McMahon would be selling the family out from underneath Stephanie and Triple H and Shane who all are so high up in the company as well. And like, I get it. Like, there's so much more to it than the business aspect, but I don't know. I don't see him selling the company anytime soon. Like, I feel like you're, we're going to literally have to take it out of his cold, dead fingers. Yeah, I'm going to rant here for a second. Because Go ahead. They're just, the rumors have been circulating for a while that WWE is prepping to sell. And it was, um, it's all based on the theory that when Vince sold the WWE Network in the United States to Peacock, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, this is just a, like a, kind of just like the priming of this deal that he's going to sell to NBC. And that's the rumor that keeps coming around, is that I keep seeing this picture on Instagram. It's the same one. WWE is preparing to sell, or Vince McMahon is preparing to sell WWE to NBC for 2 to $4 billion. That's such a I low price. I keep seeing this same picture, and it's, and if you source it back, it's from a guy with like a hundred followers who yeah. just created this picture, right? But Sean Ross Sapp mentioned it during the releases that this is the kind of thing, like cutting major assets like this is something that a company would do if they were preparing to sell. Um, Two to four billion dollars is too low. It's not enough for that company. For, so right now, as the stock sits, WWE is worth around like four and a half billion dollars. Okay. But this is Vince McMahon's baby. Yeah. Mr. Man is not going to sell his baby for less than it's worth. He's not going to sell it for what it's worth. And he's not going to sell it for what it's worth. There's he's no going, way. If like if he got an offer from NBC for like $10 billion, he might take that. Yeah, maybe. I don't see him selling the company in general. And or if he does, I don't see him relinquishing all of it to one entity. Yeah. Like, you have... Stephen McMahon owns a ton of stock in WWE. Triple H owns a ton That's of stock That's what I'm saying. Like, the family Vince is the majority shareholder. It. Yeah. Like, you have all these major players all within the family mm -hmm. that would all have to agree, like, okay, we're going to sell it. And WWE's relationship with NBC goes back decades. We're yeah. We're talking about Saturday Night's main event. We're talking about when Vince partnered with NBC for the XFL. And even now to today, when he sold the WWE Network's rights to... Peacock for the United States, I just don't see why all of a sudden, and Nick Khan, the other Khan, the one of them, the WWE Khan, okay. has hinted that it's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, they have just brought on new, like, executives. Yeah. I don't think, we're still in, like, a, a period of, we're kind of, what's the word? They're, like, reconfiguring everything at the top. Mm -hmm. That, to me, doesn't seem like something you would do if you're about to sell the company. It just seems to me like they're kind of reconfiguring things. One, they told all these releases that they were budget cuts. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, okay. Right? Um, but I mean, honestly, maybe Brawny, after finding out how much Brawny was making, well, maybe. You also have to consider that pre-pandemic, they were just hoarding talent. Yeah. They were signing everyone that had any little bit of star power, just so AEW couldn't have mm -hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And at one point, they had over 300 people on the roster. Yeah, that's crazy. They can't use 300 people. No, now they have, what, seven girls on the women's, like, on the SmackDown women's roster? Yes, they have it's cut crazy. so much talent now that they have a... And you can tell Vince doesn't give a shit if these people go to AEW. Yeah. Vince does not... If Vince cared, he won't let Braun Strowman go. Yeah. He wouldn't let Aleister Black go. He doesn't mind these guys going elsewhere to make money... Because he doesn't have to pay them, and eventually, they'll there's a good back. chance they'll come back yeah. bigger than they were before. Mm -hmm. It's the Drew McIntyre. Yeah, and that's exactly what it release is. Release them at their lowest, they can go on, make a bigger name for themselves, Vince will sign you back later yeah. down the road. I don't see Vince selling this company anytime soon, just because, I mean, if WWE stock got to like $90 a share. It's at like 50 now. He should have sold it then if he was going yeah, to sell it. Yeah, for real. I don't think he's going to sell it. I think we're just in a reconfiguring mode. We're about to go back onto touring. They have like a 25 whatever mm -hmm. date uh, tour coming up. And we'll see in a year if I'm wrong, which, you know, I've been wrong before. 
Oh my God, that might be the first time you've ever admitted that. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I'm growing. What changed me? Uh, but yeah, I want to move on now because a lot still happened in the week of wrestling. That yeah, and was some actually... of these people were still here in this on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, and on Monday we opened up with Miz is alive. The Miz is here. Yeah. And it's very confusing because they told us that he was going to be out for months with this uh, MCL, ACL, ACL. tear. Well, he was also eaten by zombies. Uh, yes, he so. also was eaten by zombies. Yeah. We were at one point like, oh, Miz TV is happening. Is he going to come back like dressed as a zombie? But then John Morrison had on, he said, I'm prepared for any attacker. Zombies, aliens, vampires, flight attendants. Yep. Yeah. Well, you never know. You never know. Um, his prepare, him being prepared included a garlic necklace. His preparation was only that he was wearing a garlic necklace. No, remember he had a drip stick. That made me laugh so hard for some reason. I don't know what that is. Me neither. It was just a stick that said drip stick on it. Okay. Yeah. And like, that was it. John Mars is going through some stuff. He's... <laughs> <laughs> the moist must-see wrestler on the Raw roster. He's going through some stuff. He is going through some stuff. That is, he's, he's something else. Yeah. You know, um, a real piece of work is my he's, grandmother honestly, would he's say. Gro- he's growing on me hard. The guy is just, yeah, he's I don't, making me laugh every I don't week. hate it. He's and definitely making me laugh. Yeah. And we've said this before. We like having fun with wrestling and yeah. he's doing that. It's so stupid. Like, I think the Miz is getting like, he's like over it. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> you like, need to go home too. Yeah. Morrison's like. <laughs> Somebody needs to call his wife and be like, your boy Yeah, we all need to take a break. Losing his mind. Well, I mean, hopefully... Uh, the Miz was only here for the Miz TV. Yeah. And then... Well, he is really out. He is really like, out. You can see that brace underneath. I don't know how he got his suit on. I know. Because that brace underneath his pants is huge. I was annoyed because... Okay, so he had Charlotte on as a guest. And Charlotte makes everybody stand up when she's around. She's the queen. You'll rise for her. Uh-huh. And somebody always holds the ropes open so she can get in. So John Morrison jumps up. He goes and holds the ropes open. And she refuses to sit down until the Miz stands up, which was like, you know, I mean, I get it because she's the queen. And again, rise for the queen. But this dude is literally injured. And we didn't see him come on to Miz TV for a reason. Like, that's a good point. Yeah, he was already sitting in the he ring. He was when we already saw the show. sitting yeah. in the ring when, when we saw him. It, like, he has, he's a week out from a torn ACL. He shouldn't just be up and down for you, lady. But either way, she's a guest. Rhea Ripley's a guest. They're all mad at each other. And Nikki Cross comes out and she wants to face the winner of the Rhea and Charlotte Hell in a Cell match. And I don't know if it's an actual Hell in a Cell match or just a match at Hell in a Cell. They have not announced a single Hell in a Cell match. Okay, so they're just announcing matches at Hell in a Cell. So Charlotte's like, once again, no, Nikki, you're not good enough. And Nikki's like, well, what if I beat you in two minutes? And, you know, Charlotte's like, I can beat you in one minute because she's Charlotte Flair. And then they have a beat the clock match again between Mm -hmm. Charlotte and Nikki. And once again, Nikki beat the clock. And I'm so here for it because I I love Nikki Cross so much. I don't care that this is dumb. I love that she's getting these wins over on Charlotte and Rhea. It's funny because she's not pinning either one. Mm Mm-mm. And, but she's still showing in the win column as she yes. beat Rhea Ripley and Charlotte back-to-back weeks. In two minutes. And I'll tell you what, Charlotte looked way less stupid than Rhea did last week. Yeah. Rhea looked, we talked about it last week, Rhea looked dumb. Yeah. Last week, losing that beat the clock challenge. Nikki at least ran away from yeah, Charlotte. Yeah, she was running the time. Had a strategy. Um, Rhea being out there still for this match really helped as well because Char- every time Nikki would just run from Charlotte, Charlotte would turn to Rhea and be like, this is your fault. Like, yeah. she's learning from last week. And she did, and she won, and I'm super excited about it. So now I guess whoever wins at Hell in a Cell, Nikki gets, like, a real match against them. Yeah, just, Nikki, if you get a call with a Connecticut area code, just don't answer don't it. Don't answer it. Just I, answer that phone. I will cry if they get rid of Nikki Cross. <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me if, like, next week they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, Nikki Cross is gone. I would just, oh, I would be to so upset. To all WWE superstars, if the phone shows a <laughs> Connecticut area code, I think it's, like, 230. Who knows? Don't answer. Don't answer the phone. Mm-mm. Just, just let it go to voicemail. They're not going to release you via voicemail. No, they're not. They're not. They got to tell you straight up. Oh, it's so sad. They're just getting rid of everybody. Moving but, on. You know who they won't get rid of? 
<laughs> yeah. Randy Orton. Randy Orton could piss in Vince's face and Vince would be like, Ugh. Yeah, all right. So, RK Bro is here again. Now, I remember last week we were saying how when Riddle did the RKO in the ring and then we were annoyed that Randy put something on Twitter and this wasn't a backstage promo. Well, Randy yeah. brings this up in backstage and he says, you know, the same thing again, like, don't steal my shit, but also... If we're going to do this tag team thing, then we need to be on the same page. And he tells Riddle to come down to ringside during his match against Xavier Woods. And Riddle was the only one at ringside because Kofi has a match later on. So he walks out with Xavier, but he does not stay out there. Riddle comes out with Randy singing his song, scooting behind him, doing the poses. It's so beautiful. So perfect. I love it so much. A lot of... RK Bro merch dropping this week. Yes. So it's real. It's real now. RK Bro is a real thing. And during this match between Xavier and Randy Orton, Riddle's just watching like a student. And it's so cute and so perfect. And then Randy looks at him. The only thing missing was if Riddle would have had a notepad. I yeah. would have loved to have Riddle. Oh, that would have been yeah. so good. Well, Randy looks at him and then turns around and does the Bro Derek. Yep. Which is Riddle's move. And Riddle starts like kid in a candy shop freaking out excited. And this makes Randy Orton win. And then Riddle gets down and he poses in front of him. And Randy really thinks about it. And I'm sitting here like, oh my God, he's going to pose behind him. It's going to be so great. And then he just gives him a little tap on the shoulder. And he's like, not yet. We're not there We're so close. We're so close. And I'm so here for it. Just keep teasing it week after week. Because eventually when he does hit the pose, it's it's got to be in front of a crowd. It's got to be in front of a crowd. And and that's something that I think they've realized. The crowd, one, the crowd not being there, we are still freaking out at home. And they know it. Everybody has made it very known that we are on Team RK Bro. Mm -hmm. And I think they're going, you know what? All right, we're going to wait for a crowd for him to pose, for them to be a real tag team. And like we said, they got their merch out. They are a real tag team. And I am so, so here for it. Well, WWE posted, uh, are you serious, bro? Randy Orton just used uh, Matt Riddle's bro Derek for the win against Austin Creed. Randy Orton tweeted back, never said Matt Riddle's arsenal wasn't effective. They all just have stupid, stupid names. Hilarious. I mean, honestly, what is a bro Derek? Uh, It's bro Derek, but bro. Bro Mm. Derek, yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, just... You know what else is stupid? The feud between Shayna and Reginald? Yep. And that's what we have next. Yep. So, I mean, Reginald is so... We were, we talk about this a lot um, with the guys in the ring. There's some guys down in NXT that are like this. Uh, we talk about Neville Pack and... <laughs> Every week. <laughs> Every week. It'll never fail. Um, all of them are so flippy in the ring in such a cool way. Reginald is so flippy in the ring in not a good way. It's just annoying. It's just like he's just flipping to like avoid stuff. He's just flipping for no reason. Like it's like showing off. Yeah, it's not fun. Uh, it's I'm just I'm over it. I hate like if I would love for there to be male versus female matches. Like similar sizes. Go yeah, we've it. talked about this before. It's so possible. It looked and like they, these matches, they look great when they're done correctly. This match looked like shit because Reginald is not a wrestler. Yeah, and it's not great. And I love Shayna Baszler, so matches like this are just so annoying to me because I think that she has such potential to be such a dominating force, and she doesn't need Reginald to get where she could go and. I mean, she almost wins this with her, what is it, a Carafuta clutch. She has that locked in, and then Pyro goes off, and she gets all like, what the hell? And then Reginald rolls her up. and yeah, Reginald beat Shayna Baszler. So <laughs> annoying. And later, there's an Alexa Bliss promo, because we know that Pyro has to do with Alexa and Lily. And she's like, oh, what a big night for Reginald, winning against Shayna, and then invites Reginald to be on the playground. So we're like still sitting here going, okay, is this... Hate it. What what is happening now? Yeah. We don't understand. So on the playground, Alexa does congratulate Reginald on his victory, and then says that Lily has a question and wants to know all about his circus delay time. And 
before he can answer, Shayna's beating the shit out of Reginald. Yep. And she's like, uh, Shayna, you weren't invited to my playground. Lily, Lily doesn't like you. So we're like, okay, this is a feud with Lil- with Shayna. Yep. And Shayna is, again, I love Shayna. So she just gets in Alexa's face and she's like, you're becoming a problem. We need to have a chat. I'll see you next week. And then turns to creepy doll Lily and tells her, you're just a stupid doll. Yep. So it's a Shayna-Alexa feud? Shayna-Lily feud? I don't really know where we're going with this. It's very confusing. I'll tell you what we're going with this. Shayna's going to lose this feud. Yeah. And it's not going to help anybody. This, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. We talked about it again last week. This is this is a waste of time. Yeah. Uh, this is a waste of Shayna Baszler. This is a waste of whatever we're doing with Alexa Bliss. It just, like... Nobody cares about Shayna and Nia and Reginald. No. So now we're separating Shayna from Nia and Reginald. Mm-hmm. Like, had we done this feud a year ago, before the Shayna and Nia tag team, when Shayna was just biting Becky Lynch's neck and was like... So, that was the only the time friend. that I was like, I do not care about Shayna. Why is she just biting people? It's so fucking weird. It was very weird. But like, if this was the Shayna we were getting, maybe yeah. this works, right? But... Shayna is at this very low level to me. No offense to her, it's just the way she's being booked. Yeah. That I don't care. Well, yeah, because she's getting booked in matches we don't care about. And now we're taking one of the most interesting, if not the most interesting aspect of Raw. Mm-hmm. And we're pairing that with someone that we don't care about. It's like, are they trying to build Shayna up so that we do care about her by pairing her with somebody that we care the most about? Or... Is the creative team just confused and they buried Bray Wyatt as the fiend? I don't think are they, they know doing, how to use Shayna. Are they doing the same though with Alexa? Are yeah. they doing the same with Shayna? Like sometimes they just have really good talent that they don't yep. know what way to go and then they take the wrong path and then they don't know how to come back from it. I mean, they haven't known how to use Shayna since Shayna debuted. Yeah, I agree with that. Roster. I agree with that. But I think this is this is going to be something that creative probably thinks will help get Alexa over more. Yeah. I don't know how. Mm-mm. Um, the, we're just, we're, Raw has just been not good. No. Just plain and simple. Everything that's, like, when you have, like, Randy Orton and Matt Riddle were probably the most fun thing that was going on on Raw. Yeah, fun. And it's just a random mid-card pairing between mm-hmm. a legend and Matt Riddle. <laughs> and... <laughs> Just, I want to care about Alexa and Lily. And they're yeah, because you love me... Alexa, too. Like, that's the problem. You're a huge Alexa Bliss fan, and yeah. you do not care about what's happening right now. I don't care at all. Yeah. I just, I think it's stupid. Like, pair Alexa with Charlotte. Yeah, that's who we thought. Would have made more sense. But instead, we're pairing the hottest act, or, well, it was probably at one point, with just... You know, not, even if they would have picked Naya, mm-hmm. at least there's history between Alexa and Naya that we can draw from. But they might even be able to bring that into it. Like, Alexa could even pull, like, you pulled my best friend away from me. Maybe, but how would Lily feel about that? Is Lily not Alexa's best friend? Well, like, Lily should hate Naya. I would say maybe Lily loved Naya. Like, who, either way. Who we knows? Move on, it's just... so weird. Now, okay, so... I want to touch on Sheamus for like a quick second because Sheamus wants two different matches between Ricochet and Umberto. He has both of these matches. There was a bunch of crap that happened throughout them. Ricochet and Umberto both win in these matches. So Sheamus loses in two different matches that he wanted both tonight. Rough night for Sheamus. But it was more rough than that because Sheamus broke his nose and his nose is bad. Seamus' nose is broken. It is bad. And I, I mean, I recommend anybody, if you haven't already, just go on to, honestly, at this point, almost anybody's social media and you will see the picture from the night where his his nose is Seamus all, Instagram. I think it's on his, yeah. yeah. Um, His nose is so broken. And, well, it's just bloody and we're like, oh, that might be broken. And then the next day you see it, it, it is, is broken. broken. Yeah. Um, so poor guy, Seamus might be out for a little bit, but Seamus being Seamus was like, I'm not vacating my title, so yeah, you guys at, are going to have to deal with this. At WWE Seamus, he's posted four pictures already. Oh, it's 
it's honestly it's uh, kind of gross, but night also of the morning after. Yeah. And what looks like he had surgery to like correct it. Yeah, because he's in the hospital, and I, his nose was crooked. It yeah. was crooked. He might have had to have that at least like broken back into place. Uh, whatever it yeah. is. Holy shit. Yeah. I think. Rough night. Rough but night. But also, right now, he's the U.S. champion. So, I He's straight know. up said he's not vacating his title. Read those captions. Yeah, but, I mean, that's not up to him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, because, like, you can't just put a mask on and... Wrestle. Be, and yeah, and yeah. wrestle. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. So, I'll be interested to see what Adam Pierce and or Sonya decide on Monday. Yeah. What we do with Sheamus, because I don't know how long that takes to heal, but... I mean, technically, the old rule was, if you can't defend your title for 30 days, you have to relinquish it. So. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, all right, then we have AJ Styles and Omos versus Elias and Jackson Riker. And I, Jackson Riker and Elias had a weird backstage promo before the match. And Elias just goes out there. And when Jackson goes to tag him, he pulls away. Yeah. And then AJ pins jackson here and afterwards elias is like being around people like jackson Riker makes me sick and i don't want to be around him anymore so i guess that tag team's done okay so this was super weird because one memorial day yes yeah so elias and jackson Riker, their interaction backstage jackson Riker mentioned that he's a vet yeah because he was like oh are you ready to go to battle or something And, and jackson's like I'm in Iraq. Yeah, like I was in Iraq. What and do you mean? then, with no further explanation than that, yeah, Elias is like, I don't, I don't like, him I don't anymore. like Jackson Ryder anymore. So, in my head, what we just did was we established that Elias doesn't like veterans. Yeah, that was so weird. Very weird night for Elias. Um, I don't know. So who knows what's even going to happen with Elias anymore, considering we got Boogs over here one-upping him, and now we took away his little partner. Well, here, so, also, I thought for sure after that match, Jackson Riker's gone. I didn't know about the releases. Yeah, because the releases I happened thought, the next day or I thought two the days next later. day we were going to get like a Jackson Riker has been released. We wish him the best in his future endeavors. Didn't. No. Still on the roster. Still, you know, being, uh, being something. And we're going to move on. To MVP and Bobby Lashley have a backstage promo. Um, they're not going to come out because they're just hanging out with all these ladies. Yeah, they're not allowed to come out or else they would be suspended without pay. Yeah, so they're just going to party with all the nice ladies that mm-hmm. they're with backstage. The same nice ladies as the previous week, minus one. We don't know why they got rid of one of, uh, one yeah, of the nice It was very ladies. weird. Um, People have so much to say about these women. I feel bad. I'm not going to. We don't have anything bad to say about them. I just wish they, they wore better nice shoes. Ladies, that yeah. The, That's the it. thing is, the one that was in the, the Rocky shoes last week, she looked make much more stable this week. Yeah. Good for her. Uh, maybe she chose wedges. Who knows? But <laughs> Drew McIntyre versus Kofi Kingston. Winner faces Bobby Lashley at Hell in a Cell. Banger of a match. Very long match. Yeah. Drew McIntyre gets the win. We get Drew Bobby again at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Cool. I mean, we can't do anything else with them considering Braun's gone. That was really it that happened on Raw. I mean, Mason <laughs> T-Bar got a win again. Yeah. Um, Mandy and Dana were verse, were, or they went against Naomi and Lana, and they won, and now Lana's gone. Yep. So that was really all that happened. I don't even know what that match was for, but Tamina and Natty were out there, so like maybe it was just for fun, but we don't have a lot of women wrestlers anymore on either Raw or SmackDown. So well, they, who knows where any of going to go. They not only released two women in Lana and Ruby, they also killed two tag teams yeah. because they were a half of each of one of those tag teams. Um, I want to go back to Drew and Kofi real quick. I am over the Drew and Bobby feud. Yeah, which is funny, though, because we you... We are beating this horse. Yeah, but a couple of weeks ago, you said you wanted one more good match between them, and you wanted it to be Hell in a Cell, and I in that I time... I would be fine with that. Yeah, but in that time, they that. they have turned it into beating a dead horse. Like, if they just kind of let it go for a little bit, but now it's just like... I they got the, those Kofi wins, now it's like, oh, we're excited to see Kofi, and now it's like, oh, we're, yeah. we're, not, we're not giving They're Kofi. like, just kidding, Kofi yeah. doesn't get this. It's... They always do this with Kofi, and it's a shame. Kofi I deserves way more than what he gets. I do think this match has to be a Hell in a Cell, though. This has to be it the It has blow. to be a Hell in a Cell match. It has yeah. to be... This has to be it. 
We can't do another. We have to move on. This needs to be the last. Do match you think it would be multiple? Like there would be at least one Hell in a Cell match for Raw, one Hell in a Cell match for SmackDown, right? Probably. Yeah. Okay. I, do you think well, we're going to get more? Well, yeah, I we know what the Hell in a Cell one. Oh, well, you know, we'll just get into that. So for SmackDown, Roman opens the show. And he's in the ring and he says, you know, his position changed on his cousin's opportunity tonight. He wants them to win. And he's like, you know, Jimmy, you better win. And now I'm realizing, which I guess I just didn't realize it before because Jay has always been Roman's bitch. But Roman turns to Paul and goes, all right, get my cousins. And Paul Heyman is also a little bitch. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. And, like, when did that happen? Has he been that way this whole time? Have I just, I don't well, care about Paul. I just haven't paying paying attention. Well, that's Paul's job. Paul is your manager, but if he's, yes. not, if he's not speaking, he is, like, your little servant boy. He yes, was that way that's with Brock. A, okay, so maybe I just don't remember it with Brock. Like, I remember him being more, like, on the mic for Brock because... Yeah, well, he had Yeah, he needed that, whereas Roman has done so much better on the mic now that he doesn't necessarily need that. So, Paul Heyman, you know hit his music hit his music and the usos come out and jay comes up and he's like yo what's up tribal chief and then roman turns to jimmy and he goes okay now now it's your turn and jimmy's like i did that last year at hell in a cell so they're mentioning the hell in a cell match that jimmy you know saved jay in and he's like it's not about that tonight it's about us being the seven time champions and you know he's calling a shot and roman straight up says like if you're gonna say if you say you're going to win, you better win. Yeah. And bring him the title. He wants the titles when they're done. Yeah. Which I also thought was hilarious. That he's like, all right, go win and then bring me the championships. Yeah. And then we're, we go right into. Yeah, Usos right into it. And Dominic rolls up Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, problem is, Jimmy's shoulder was clearly up. Clearly kicked out of that. Right. And we noticed that. The announced team notices it. They replay it back a hundred times. Like, oh, Jimmy's shoulder's obviously up. Blah, blah, blah. And then Jimmy is pissed. Everybody's Roman pissed. Roman is even more pissed. Yeah, because Roman's you lost to a angry. shot. You called your shot. You didn't win. You embarrassed us. Uh, Roman wants the Usos to go to Adam Pierce and Sonya and fix this. Yeah, he's a corrector mistake. Well, you know what's funny, too? Like, he did say, you lost to a child. Yeah. Like, you lost to a kid and whatever. Like, you called your shot. Well, he also called Jay Jimmy. Yeah. And said that it doesn't even matter anyway. Yeah, because Jay was all like, but I'm Jay. All, like, sad and heartbroken because, like, his master is being mean to him. But, you know, it doesn't matter. We all mess up. And then we do get the backstage Usos, uh, you know, complain. Sonya and Adam Pearce get the Mysterios as they're leaving. You know, it was funny when the Usos were talking to just Adam and Sonya and Adam was like, yeah, you're right that the ref made a mistake. The way Sonya like cut in, I really thought she was going to be like, no, it's okay. You get lost because she was like, oh, we'll take it under advisement. And I yeah. was like, yo, she's going to be like, Mm-mm, that was it. That was your one shot. You're one and done. Yeah. But again, they, they found that Mysterious as they were leaving. Okay, so I have a problem with this. <laughs> My first thought was, it's like 9 o'clock, right? It's so weird. And Mysterios are just leaving. And we're like, oh, you're on till 11. Yeah, like you, no, they're on till 10. Either way. Oh, yeah, that's a smackdown. <laughs> either way, you clock it out early like that? You just get to leave? Yeah, I mean, they're like, Mysterious. Like, Mysterios have a they bad want. precedent for his son. Stay the whole show. You're funny. Don't just clock out early. What do you think this is? Well... They should have left sooner because then they, they wouldn't have been yeah. one and done. Had they gone a little bit faster, they wouldn't have had to now defend those titles again later in the night. So yes. we opened the show. Mm-hmm. First match was Rey Mysterio and the Usos. Or, I'm sorry, Rey and Dominic Mysterio yes. versus the Usos. We're also going to close the show yeah. with that same exact match. Yeah, which honestly, I thought that was pretty cool. Like We opened the show and closed the show this way. Yeah. But uh, and once again... Jimmy is about to lose this match. Uh-huh. And then Roman Reigns just comes Roman out of nowhere. Sure yeah. He comes out of nowhere. He starts Superman punching Dominic. Then he spears Ray. He attacks him outside of the ring. And he's like, "What? Well, you were going to lose twice in one night. And the Usos are just watching this happening. And I, I'm sitting there like, come on. Like, do something. Like, you're just watching this dude just attack people. And, of course, Jay is because Jay's not going to stand up to well, Roman. Well, Roman just cost them the titles. Yeah. You can say all you want that Dominic Mysterio was going to win that match, but... 
but you don't know for a fact. What yeah. we know for a fact is Roman cost them that those titles. Yes. And Jimmy... It's the same thing as when Roman cost Jimmy his match against Cesaro. Yes. And Jimmy starts yelling, all right, Oos, that's enough, that's enough. Let him go, man. Come on. Not like this. Not like this. And then he starts leaving and he turns to Jay and he's like, come on, like you're with me. And Roman just steps up to Jay and just stands there. He don't say a word. He don't do nothing. He just, he just stands there and his presence alone stops Jay from leaving the ring. And Roman continues to attack Dominic and Jay just stands there with his head down. Like his tail between his legs. He's a little lost puppy. That's how we close the show. Yeah. But. And I'm telling you, if this does not turn into a custody battle for Jey Uso, I'm going to be so annoyed. Well, this is what we were talking about earlier is we know one of these matches is going to be a Hell in a Cell match. Yes. This has to be it. We are going to run it back. Roman versus Uso. Yeah. In a Hell in a Cell. Same Mm -hmm. thing we got. I don't know how many months. Uh, it was last year, but not was, the same time last year. Yeah, it was last Hell in a Cell. Like last October-ish, I guess. Mm-hmm. We're going to do the same exact thing. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be an I Quit match in that cell like it was last year. But either way, we're getting Roman versus Jimmy yeah. in a Hell in a Cell. Jay's going to have to just watch mm-hmm. or do whatever. Maybe he'll quit for Jimmy like Jimmy quit for Jay. Who knows? Like, if it's an I Quit match, I feel like this is the route we go. Mm-hmm. Jay will quit for Jimmy. If it's not... Roman's going to beat the shit out of Jimmy. Yeah. It's, it's going to be gonna, so disrespectful, this too. This is all leading to Roman will beat the shit out of Jimmy Uso. Yeah. And, you know, Roman's not the only disrespectful person on this roster because our man Seth Rollins is just coming out here disrespecting Kayla. Yeah. Out of everybody. It upset me. Sweet little angel baby Kayla Braxton. Yeah. And so they have their little backstage promo and... Kayla wants to know about what happened with Cesaro and blah, blah, blah. And Seth just cuts her off. And he's like, I don't owe you or the WWE universe anything. Remember, it's our fault that Cesaro even got messed up from Seth. So Kayla's still like, but Seth, what happens when Cesaro returns to SmackDown? Like, he is known for coming back and just being, like, just a monster in return. And he takes his little mic off his shirt and just throws it at her. Uh-huh. So rude. So rude. And you know what she did? She was just like, thank you. Yeah. Poor little baby. Kayla is a professional. She's she the best. Uh, yeah, Seth is Seth's crazy. Yeah, he's insane. He's already lost his damn mind. Uh, I've said that plenty of times. And, yeah, I don't know when we get Cesaro back, but we're obviously going to continue the Seth-Cesaro feud. This is just a small little mm-hmm. part of the show to remind us that it's Seth and Cesaro whenever Cesaro does come back. We're also setting up a feud between the Street Profits and, Profits and Otis. Well, yeah. the Alpha Academy, because... Yeah. Chadley Gable, baby. Yeah, Chad comes up to the Street Profits when they're talking in the back, and he wants them to be part of the Alpha Academy. And yeah. they literally said, well, that's said, a hard no. He said, I want the... Like, I, you, I want the smoke. I want this, or like, will you let me have the smoke? Something like that. Yeah. Chad Gable's hilarious. Yeah. Give me more Chad Gable on TV. Otis... Gets pissed. Yeah, because they said no, and they're they're being mean to Chad. Yep. And Otis just bitch slaps Montez. Yeah, because he said that Chad was holding him back, and that they should check out of the academy. Listen, Chad Gable is Otis is pretty irrelevant for for what he was at one point. He was pretty hot. Now he's kind of he's cooled down considerably, but it's just because they're not getting TV time. Yeah. You had Otis destroy Rey Mysterio like months ago. They never did anything really with it. Mm-mm. They've been doing this Alpha Academy thing for a while with Chad and Otis, but again with no real payoff. Um, yeah, well, now we'll see what happens. They're going to maybe go against the Street Profits. I don't think anything was really. They were just like angry at each other. So that feud's going to is is starting. I don't. I'm never going to be a fan of thrown together tag teams, but this team technically has been together for a minute. Yeah. Otis and Chad. They do have matching gear, mm-hmm. which is great. Big fan of matching gear. And um, they're both fun. Both in the ring and fun. out of the ring. Yeah. And Chad is Chad is clearly playing the heel, mm-hmm. trying to it's like Chad is the the owner of a pit bull. Otis is his pit bull. Chad is like, look at my beautiful pit bull, but he's going to bite your face off if you piss him off. Yeah. Right? And I like that we finally have a nice heel tag team. Mm-hmm. Especially one that Chad is presenting himself as the honorable stand-up Olympian. Mm-hmm. And he's clearly still the heel. Yeah. 
if we can just... I, I hope that Chad Gable and Otis beat the Street Profits. That's so mean. Because we need a a true heel tag team to go against the Mysterios. Because mm-hmm. Jimmy and Jey Uso are that... Yeah, they're also they're in between like, right now. They're in flux. They're yeah. in betweeners. Um, somebody's going to have to take the titles off the Mysterios. And if it's not going to be the Usos, it might as well be Otis and Chad Gable. But we just have to get through the Street Profits first. Which sucks for the Street Profits that right now kind of seems like they're gatekeeping yeah. the division. But, you know, at least they're, they're on TV every week. Yeah. We finally got to see Carmella again. Um, Carmella versus Liv Morgan. And, I mean, we don't have a lot of women on the roster right now for SmackDown. And that worked out for us. We got to see them. Carmella gets this win. Did she? Yeah. Why are you so shocked by this? You watched it. She got the win. I feel like Liv won that match. Look it up. So. Yeah, moving on. Back to me being right. After that, I mean, that was really all that happened. We don't know what's going to Maybe they'll have a feud. They don't have a lot of competition right now, so no, they're going to have a feud. There are seven women yeah. on the SmackDown women's roster. Mm-hmm. And that was two of them. And that includes Mia Yim, who has yet to debut on yeah. the SmackDown roster. And Sonya Deville, who is an official. No, just, so right now we have Bailey, Bianca Belair, Natalia, Sasha Banks, Carmella, Tamina, Liv Morgan. That's okay, so seven. it's not so, including so it doesn't, Sonya. doesn't okay. include me either. Um, that's your seven. Sasha, not around. Yeah. Uh, Tamina and Natalia are on both shows because of women's mm-hmm. tag team champions. So really, you have Bianca Belair as your women's champion on SmackDown. She can work with, currently, Bailey, Carmella, Liv Morgan. Yeah. She's not going to work with Liv because Liv's a face. Mm-hmm. So she can work with Carmella or Bailey. Yeah. Well, she's working with Bailey. So in her promo, in Bianca's promo, she's in the ring and she has a great promo. I love Bianca Belair. She's great on the mic. She's great in the ring. And she proposes a match at Hell in the Cell with Bailey. And she's like, you know, she goes through this whole thing how she's been bullied and this, that, and the third, but she's never just been laughed at the way Bailey laughs at her. And when she proposes this, she goes, You won't be laughing then. And then Bailey starts laughing on the Megatron, and she, so she says, "I'll beat you at Hell in a Cell, and I'll—I won't be the only one laughing." And then all of a sudden, all of the audience screens turn into Bailey laughing, yeah. and it was kind of just like a little like horror movie type thing for Bianca, like because she's saying that she, that's never happened to her before, and she's looking around the ring like this bitch lost her mind, like what is happening? And Bailey has lost her mind, and I love heel Bailey so. I I do like this feud, but I can't... We need more women. Okay. So, when I saw this, um, the Bailey laughing thing, mm-hmm. somebody that makes these choices as to what goes on TV is obsessed with incessant laughter. Okay? Yeah. Matt Hardy, when he was broken, Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. Used to do the same exact thing. Laugh forever. Well, it's because it's so disrespectful. Bray Wyatt. His yeah, laugh his was a laugh whole was thing. so creepy. Lily, Alexa Bliss. Lily and Alexa laugh. laugh. Or her laugh mm-hmm. was a whole thing. And now Bailey. Her laugh. It's honestly, it's so annoying. Because well, it's, it's because so it, fake. Yes. Nobody laughs like this. Well, it's because it could, like, it, Bianca was saying this in her promo. And it's so, it's, it's for disrespectful. So long. Yeah, but it's always for so yeah. long, and it's too much. Like, when we get, like, the like when the Fiend, the Bray Wyatt laugh, mm-hmm. would go on for way too long. Yeah. The Matt Hardy thing was way too long. Like, it, we're just, it just seems like we have these pieces, right, on the floor of all these things that, I guess, work. Mm-hmm. And they just keep picking the same thing off the floor. Like, all right, let's let's use this again. I get that. Oh, nobody's ever laughed at me. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Blah. That's how we're going to build this feud. Is that Bianca's mad that Bailey laughs at her? This feud is already built. And it's like they're making it worse. Yeah. Because it was about Bianca's hair. It's not about Bianca's hair anymore. Yeah. Now it's about the laughter. So to me. That means neither one of these girls is okay with shaving their head. Yeah. Uh, but either way, um, we need we need to bring people up from NXT because something we keep doing the same thing over and over again. We need some originality. 
Uh, you know, and SmackDown is clearly... You know who else we need? I bet, I bet she could come in and she'd be a real last kicker. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that first SmackDown. I'm so, so ready for Becky to come back. We have seen pictures recently of Becky Lynch. Yo. The lady is, is pretty ripped right now. She had a baby like six months ago. And she got that six pack. Yeah, she ready. looks like she's, she has, like she's at her prime. The thing is she has to go to the SmackDown. She has to. There's not enough they cannot, people. They cannot afford to put her on Raw. Raw. The Raw Women's Division has everyone. Everyone. The SmackDown Women's Division has nothing. It has Bianca. Yeah. And I can't... Listen, we're going to have to turn Bianca heel. It's, it's already seems like it's kind of going that Bianca's way. Bianca's better as a heel anyway. I don't yes. like the smiley, oh, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be your champion. Yeah, but even, even with her smiley, I'm happy to be a champion, she's still saying shit that a heel would say. And it's one of those things where, like, right now a lot of people are, are talking about that, where they're just like, how is she a face? Like, we get that she's uh, so I, smiley I mean, and happy and whatever, yeah. but, like, she could easily be a heel, and I'm she's ready a, for she's it. She's better as a heel. Yeah. Be the cocky heel. Yeah. The, like, the... The happy to be here, cocky baby face doesn't work for me. Mm mm. That's fine. Well, you know, we'll, well see where that goes. You moving know. on <laughs> to the highlight of every week for you. Rick Boogs is back out here, just slaying the guitar for Shinsuke Nakamura. Baron is here again. We get another Baron Shinsuke thing. Uh, Baron gets the win. Yeah. Over Shinsuke, grabs the crown. Uh, that this whole feud is built around is that Shinsuke stole Baron Corbin's crown. Mm -hmm. Baron's mad about it. Baron goes to take his crown, and Rick Booze grabs Baron by the ankles. Yeah, he's on the floor for on some the reason. Floor, he's right? laying on on his stomach. Uh, and then Shinsuke kicks Corbin, takes the crown back. Boogs plays that guitar, and we're we're back. We're back to the same thing. My issue with this whole segment is that, like. Rick Boogs one was wearing red overalls. Yeah. Okay, very short red overalls. He's... The like, man is Wait, jacked. you mean to tell me you're going to hide those quads? He has to wear short overalls. That's what I'm saying. This dude is huge. Yeah. Okay? Why is he on the ground grabbing <laughs> Baron Corbin's ankles It was like all a child, just like a shock. As if he couldn't literally grab Baron Corbin by the ankles like a school bully and just hold him upside down. Yeah, or by the waist and just knock him over. Like he could have just shaken Baron Corbin until like the... <laughs> The his crown. lunchbox. Yeah, or his lunch money came like, out. It, it's very funny, like, the image of, like, this jacked dude just, like, trying to hold Baron Corbin down. Uh, by the ankles. By the ankles. But yeah, another... Boogs is making these segments. And yes. it's fun because it's making Shinsuke more... Like, it's getting Shinsuke more attention. Yeah. You know what I appreciate about you? We, for this last... Since... You know, the second when they had all these releases, we've been on the roster a lot, looking at who's on the roster for both Raw, both SmackDown. And, you know, we've acknowledged this already that the women have a very small roster right now. But on that roster, Baron Corbin is listed as King Corbin. Yeah. And both of us refuse to acknowledge that. What else? No, he's Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. It's so. It, King Corbin is dumb. We're. It has been. We're so far removed. From when he won that King of the Ring. And not only that, we are so far removed from when the King of the Ring has been relevant. Yes. And been an important title. Mm -hmm. like, the King of the Ring title hasn't been important since 2004-ish, Yeah, and then their match was in 2019? We're so far removed from this mattering. Yeah. And even when they had the King of the Ring tournament to crown King Corbin... It was just like, oh, we're just doing this. Yeah. It wasn't even like a pay-per-view. It was just a random like Raw or SmackDown or something. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with it. It's annoying. It's stale. It's I'm over it's it. It's stupid. The crown thing is like, it's kind of fun that Shinsuke is just stealing the crown and it's yeah. like obsessed with it. Yeah, this is fun now. Yeah, it's turned fun. The But yeah, he's Baron Corbin. And Pat McAfee made a great point that maybe Baron Corbin's real name is just Corbin. Mm. And he was a Baron. And then when he won King of the Ring, he became King Corbin. I. But his first name is Corbin. I cannot deal with <laughs> Pat McAfee. You and Pat He's McAfee great. are so similar, especially when Boogs comes out. And yeah, I. Pat McAfee was on the table. So were you. Freaking out. <laughs> like, uh, a 
I'm telling you guys, if you want to see, Mike was just as excited the first time Boogs came out as he was this past time. Oh, yeah. And no every time. There's, there's been no diminishing returns no. on my love for Boogs. And if you want to understand what Mike is like, just watch how Pat McAfee reacts to Boogs coming out. And that's what Mike is doing. And it's both hilarious and annoying, to be honest. Kevin Owens is walking backstage. <laughs> uh... He's going to go to the ring for his match with Apollo. Yes. Commander Aziz is not allowed at ringside, but nobody said Commander Aziz can't beat the shit out of Kevin Owens beforehand. Yeah, so backstage. That's what he does. Uh, Apollo's going to get the win here. Sami Zayn comes down. Uh, and out of nowhere. Beats up Kevin Owens. Looks like we're doing, you know, we're, we're doing it again for part one million of Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. And you know what? I'm just as excited. Yeah. I don't even care. I'm here for Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn saying that I didn't kick you, karma kicked you. Loved it. Was so... I love a good gaslighter. I know. I wrote it down for that. And Sami Zayn is, is gaslighter. The best. He's the best. But one last thing I want to touch on for this SmackDown. Yes. Is Biggie was not here again. No. So... So he lost that match against Apollo... Because of Aleister Black. And then wasn't here last week because we thought they were going to let their little thing go for yeah. a little bit. And then Aleister's gone and Biggie still isn't on. Like, what does Biggie come back and say? Yeah. He can't acknowledge that Aleister Black called Oh, him no, title. because once they're gone, they're gone. Once you can't gone, acknowledge yeah. them. He's not, they're not a thing anymore. It, okay. Yeah, who Whatever. knows? Um, the only other thing that we really should talk about is that one of the releases from probably January? Yeah. It a was, while, whatever it was, a while it was a back while, a while ago maybe it was march april um andrade elito yep. is in AEW officially uh on friday night vicky guerrero comes out this was actually hilarious because vicky guerrero gets so much heat yeah for her excuse me for her screaming oh god it's so loud she gets so much heat from the crowd she says bienvenidos andrade elito yeah, and the crowd's and the crowd booing. didn't even register what she had said. No, because they were so busy just booing her existence. Did not even register to them that she just announced that Andrade Alidolo... Yeah, is here. Is here. And then he walks out... To and no music, by no, the way. He just walked out and everybody was like... They're mid-boo and they're like, boo! <laughs> like, they were like, oh my god! Yeah. The people started to freak out. Andrade looking like a million bucks. Oh, he looks so good. Comes out and and he gets to talk, which yeah. is nice because WWE for some reason didn't let Andrade talk much. Yeah, Zelina was his manager, and he speaks okay English. Yeah, perfectly understandable. Mm -hmm. He wants to be the face of all elite wrestling, yeah, and I'm here for it. Get rid of Kenny Omega. He's got a great face. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got the backing of the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Yeah, who he just is suplexing in pools on Instagram. <laughs> His future uh, father-in-law. Yeah, and just to bring us all the way back to when we started this show, that's where I think Alistair ends up. Yeah. Alistair is very good friends with Andrade, mm -hmm. has mentioned him many times. Alistair had a very long, hour-long, like, Twitch uh, stream, mm -hmm. like, the day after he got released or the day of his release. Yeah. And mentioned Andrade. I think... There's no doubt in my mind. And also, Alistair mentioned Mox in a tweet. Yeah. Alistair, I think, ends up in All Elite Wrestling. Uh, and I've mentioned that I don't want... This was actually the first thing I thought of when I called you about the releases. That AEW shouldn't get in the habit of signing everyone WWE releases. However... Some of them, though, they, they should. Nobody is going to think of Andrade as a WWE. No. The man was a star mm -hmm. in Mexico before he even came to WWE. Tommy I and Alistair when... Black was a star before he came into yeah, WWE. Yeah, but I remember when um, Andrade came to WWE, you freaked out. And I had no yeah. idea who Andrade I was. was. And you were like, oh my god, you don't understand. He's this big deal, blah, blah, blah. And like... I remember being like, why is he just like kind of floundering in, in WWE if he was such a big deal before WWE? And now he can go back to being such a big deal. And yeah. that's exciting because now I know who he is and I'm excited for him. Well, the, the dream booking for me is you bring Alistair in mm -hmm. and you bring him with his wife. Yeah. Bring Zelina in. Alistair. Or whatever her real name and is. And it's like Thea or Taya. Something. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Bring Alistair. 
and Alistair's wife. Mm-hmm. Have them as their pairing, and now they go against Andrade, who yeah. used to have Zelina Vega as his manager. It's just, there's plenty of fantasy booking you could do here, but I think, to wrap this all up, I think Braun just ends up back in WWE at some point. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Alistair ends up in AEW. Ruby Riot and Buddy Murphy... Can go anywhere. Could just go anywhere, yeah. really. Yeah. They could kind of bounce around for a little bit. Remember when Mox left? He kind of just like bounced around for a little bit. He went to New Japan, mm-hmm. and then I mean now he's both New Japan and AEW. Andrade is two things. I think Buddy would be great in New Japan. Yeah, like a well, Buddy Will Osprey feud would be fantastic. Yeah, Andrade is right. He's he's doing AAA and AEW. Yes. Yeah, so he's doing multiple things. Like they could easily around. do multiple things. Yeah, um, I do like that he kept the Andrade. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, especially because he also kept the Alito low. I thought that was weird because um, I could never say that. I'm not even going to try. And I remember when he first came to WWE, he had the whole thing. But WWE has a thing about double names. You can only have one name a lot of the time. Well, yeah, he was Andrade Cien Almas. Yes. So they dropped this to just Andrade. So yeah. I guess now he can have whatever he wants since he's yeah. out of there. Well, that is our week in wrestling. Another news-filled, action-packed week. It's so crazy. We lost so many good people, but they are going to do so well that we are, I mean, I'm still kind of in shock. I'm still a little sad, but they'll be fine. And I can't wait to follow them. I'm going to follow Ruby wherever she goes. Yeah, and we will let you know wherever she goes, whenever she goes there. Yeah, we probably have like 90 days. Yeah. (laughs) That's our show, guys. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at He Book, She Book. And don't forget to subscribe and tune in every Monday to He Book, She Book, wherever you get your podcasts.